welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat, and welcome to 2021. I'm excited to be here. I don't know about you guys, but 2020 was not an easy year as a small business owner, but I have a great feeling about this year. My company is going through some massive changes, including a full rebranding, all new content, and all new programs. You guys have grown so much in 2020, so I know that the same content and the same programs aren't going to fly in 2021. So we're up-leveling. We're changing things. Things are going to be great. If you guys want to keep up with the changes, make sure to follow me on Instagram, neat.marketing, so you can get a sneak peek at what's going on behind the scenes. This year's content is going to include things like delegating and automating and streamlining your business and stepping into a CEO role and becoming a leader in your industry. And we're also going to be talking about finances. Speaking of finances, that's actually what we're talking about in today's episode. Raise your hand if you know how much money you are making and spending in your business in the next three months. If you didn't raise your hand, don't worry about it because I was once guilty of this too. I had no idea where my money was coming from, where it was going, but you have to know your numbers. When you're a business owner, you wear so many hats in your first year. You're not only a CEO, but you're also a CMO. And guess what? You're also a CFO, baby. Own it. You have to know what your money is doing, where it's going, where it's coming from, all the things. There's no excuse for it. Don't put it off. Even if you're afraid, even if you're worried, even if you don't know what you're doing, do not put off getting your financial shit together. When you know your numbers, you can make smart, educated, and well-thought-out business decisions like hiring team members, paying yourself, and even reinvesting in your business. I didn't always know my numbers. In fact, I didn't really know my numbers until July. I'm going to share a story with you guys so you can get just a good laugh in before we start today's episode. Back in July, I had hit my first $10,000 cash month in my business and I was so stoked until my boyfriend asked me what my expenses were. I literally did not know, did not know how much money I was spending in my business. And this was scary because at this point I was paying contractors I was paying a business coach and my business was fully supporting me. I didn't have a part-time job, didn't have a full-time job. My business was paying my bills, but I literally had no idea how much money I was spending. It was definitely uh, a panicky moment for me, but I got my ducks in a row real quick after this point. So let's go ahead and talk about some tips for getting your financial shit together. Now, 
Disclaimer before we dive in, I don't have my finance certifications. I don't have my degree in finance or accounting. I have my MBA. I've worked with quite a few CPAs, bookkeepers, and tax strategists and money coaches. So I've learned a thing or two in the past year of running my own business. What I'm about to tell you is based on my own experiences. It is not personalized advice. What works for me might not work for you, but I'm all about transparency. So I'm going to tell you what I've been through. And so I'm going to give you guys some insight into some tips and tricks that have helped me get super organized and get my financial ducks in a row. First and foremost, you have to create a monthly business budget for yourself. So to just kick things off, I want you to write down your revenue, your expenses, and finally your profit and your taxes. If you don't know what these words mean, don't worry about it. We're going to talk about it. The revenue is cash. Overall, how much cash money did you bring in last month? Make sure to factor in everything. We need to include your one-on-one coaching, done-for-you services, intensive sessions, group coaching, courses, passive income, all of your cash. Next are your expenses. So this should include software, business coaches, contractors, rent that you're paying for your office space. And then we're going to do some simple math and come up with your profit, which means what you have left over after your expenses. So you're going to take your revenue minus expenses, and that is going to give you your profit. So for example, if you made $10,000 in cash this month and you had $7,000 in expenses, your profit would be $3,000. If you're doing this for the first time, I recommend using Excel. And if you're like, I literally have no clue how much money I made or how much I spent, check your bank statement. Your bank statement is a great place to start. Next, I want you to get super organized. If you haven't already done so, make sure you set up a separate business bank account. I use Aslo, which is great and it's free and it's really easy to set up. There are so many different options for business bank accounts, but be careful because a lot of them have fees and you don't want to rack up hundreds of dollars of fees from your bank account. So make sure you look into that when you're deciding which bank to go with. I prefer Aslo. Again, there were no fees involved, but there's also a pro version that's $10 a month and it includes folders. So you can add a taxes folder and just set aside money for your taxes. I also recommend using systems. I love QuickBooks personally. If you want to set yourself up on payroll, I also recommend Gusto. So again, those two are QuickBooks and Gusto for payroll. If you start using QuickBooks now, trust me, it will make tax season so much easier and your bookkeeper will thank you. Also make sure that you're saving receipts. I actually have a separate folder in my email labeled receipts. And anytime I have an emailed receipt, I just move it over to that folder. So all of my receipts are in one place. My last tip is to know your tax rate. So your tax rate will vary based on your state. If you're filed as an LLC, there's a difference in taxes from an LLC over to an S-Corp. So if your tax rate is 42%, you'll want to set aside at the very minimum 42%, but I always recommend more just in case because you don't want anything to come up come tax season. The last thing you want to do is have to go pay your taxes and be like, oh no, I did not have enough money for that. So make sure you're setting aside enough money. We can go ahead and use the example from above. So again, maybe you made $10,000 this month 
and you had $7,000 in expenses, so you have $3,000 in profit, you'll want to take $3,000, multiply that by 0.42, and then that will give you the amount of money that you need to set aside for taxes. But again, I recommend slightly more if you can do so, just in case. One of the reasons I actually refiled Neat Marketing as an S-Corp from an LLC was because of my tax rate, which was 42%. When you're an LLC, your entire business profit is taxed. Whereas with S-Corps, S-Corps are not subject to federal income tax, and instead, the shareholders are taxed on their allocated income. So it's your salary that you're taxed on and not your entire business income. So definitely recommend chatting with a tax strategist or a CPA to figure out what is going to be more beneficial for your business. We love a good tax write-off because tax write-offs bring down your taxable income, which is good. Here are some of the big ones in our industry. Business coaching or continued education, contractors, photo shoots, and anything you buy for that photo shoot, office space, and advertising expenses. I could go on and on about tax write-offs, but again, make sure you are checking with your CPA or tax strategist to make sure that what you're trying to write off is actually write-offable. That is not a word, but I hope you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. So again, these financial tips are first and foremost, create a monthly business budget for yourself. Now, I know people who go quarterly, they go yearly. I prefer to create budgets based on how often I'm paid or how often my business is paid. Most of my clients are on a monthly payment plan, so that's why I create a monthly business budget for myself. It's just easier to track my money that way. Next, I want you to get super organized by setting up a separate business bank account. Don't combine your personal and business finances. It will just be a nightmare come tax season. Make sure you're using systems like QuickBooks, and if you're on payroll, check out Gusto, 10 out of 10 recommend. And again, make sure you're saving receipts all in one place. Last but not least is taxes. Make sure you know your tax rate, and then set aside enough money for your taxes, if not more. If your tax rate is 42%, at the very minimum, set aside 42% of your monthly income for taxes. And then last but not least, make sure you know your write-offs. There's so many write-offs when you're a business owner that bring down your taxable income, and that is the goal. The less money you're taxed on, the better. Now, again, guys, I am not a financial person. I don't have my certifications. I just wanted to give you guys some insight into what I did to start to get my financial ducks in a row. I'm talking about finances because I believe you cannot scale your business until you know your numbers. You can't make educated decisions for your business until you know how much money you're bringing in and how much money is going out. You can't even pay yourself until you know your numbers. Part of being a CEO is knowing your numbers. I'm giving a prize to the person who knows how many times I said numbers in this entire podcast. Just kidding. Maybe one day though, I'll do a giveaway. I feel like I use the same words in every podcast. It gets a bit repetitive. So maybe next time I'll try to switch it up. I'll expand my vocabulary. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I'm really excited to bring you just entirely new content for 2021. We are up-leveling. We're doing new things. We're talking about new topics. All right, y'all, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Served Neat. 
If you learned a thing or two about finances, please take a screenshot of this week's episode, share it to your story with your biggest takeaway and tag me, neat.marketing. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat.